Welcome to the Afterthoughts Podcast. I'm happy to welcome you to welcome it. Yeah. Okay. Episode two, baby. Here we welcome go. back to the Afterthoughts Podcast. Which we did. Means we made it to episode two. They said the, we never would. The people at YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and TikTok and Instagram love the pilot and we've been greenlit so they they are ready for more episodes so here yep. we go i got my giant silver uh youtube logo in the mail that has a number two on it congratulations and it's already mounted in my office let me, well let me quickly ask you guys how has your life changed ever since you became a well-known podcaster how has my life changed well all my wife wants to talk about is the podcast yeah she's obsessed do you with have, it do you have press outside your house now um, a little bit, yes, yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. It's Dude, gone. I, it's gone as viral as Charlie bit me. Yep. It's been just so much <laughs> taken off. It's been crazy. I had no idea how many people love the game Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo. Yeah, just funny. Good feedback because I'm like I don't play video games. It's just I have one video game well, that I'm that I'm so very you do, good so at. So you do play video so games. So I do every once in a while. Yeah. But it's just funny, like that that little game that was made 20, 30 years ago. Brings a whole lot of people Iconic. together. Sure does. That's but also, changed. also that first episode was just full of content gold, man. <laughs> oh, I mean, there man. was spiritual yeah. truth nuggets there in there was, about yo. every thirty seconds. <laughs> there was like a, if you're a note taker, you're watching that like at 0.5 x. I was you're watching it a few times. <laughs> Dude, this is a twenty minute <laughs> story <laughs> about a boat. <laughs> but this will be different this for is sure. Fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was fun. The yeah. reception's been good. Thanks, Thanks for being. We have a TikTok, yeah. which is cool. Uh, yeah, afterthoughts.podcast. People love afterthoughts.podcast. People yeah. loved Ryan, uh, your breakdown. I break down sometimes. Yeah. I, I look know, forward I don't to more. know why that happens. I get past a certain point. I just can't stop laughing. You emotional uh, instability. That's it. <laughs> Very unhealthy emotionally. Can't regulate your emotions. The, yet. E the EQ is not as high as it should be. But it brought a lot of people joy. Oh, good. Yeah. People yeah, really nice. loved laughing well, with you. So. Well, you're welcome. That's so fun. All right. I, we've got a lot going on here, but. In the off chance that you're just watching episode two and you didn't see episode one, I'm going to explain our podcast. There's no way that happened. But Afterthoughts, where we talk about... There's a way that that happened. Yeah, but nobody's going to probably have found just episode Maybe. two. It's just the internet. That seems unlikely to me. Okay. Here we go. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. It's just, it's just funny because it's you, like so many videos on YouTube. <laughs> and there's not like a. No, it's, it's unlikely that someone wanders across our YouTube or Spotify on the second episode and okay. didn't see the first. Okay, okay, okay. That's but great. I'm still going to give a refresher. <laughs> no, I'm still going to give a refresher. That's fine. Afterthoughts, where we share our thoughts after stuff, which mm -hmm. is a working tagline, but. <laughs> I, so far, I like it. I think it's mm -hmm. good. Um, yeah, focus groups have really liked it. So <laughs> we can give... we Our day job is that we're three pastors in Austin, Texas. We have a church, but we want this podcast to go beyond our community, to be for people when it's a conversation about faith. We're going to talk about some of the sermons and series and dive deeper and beyond those things that we're doing here, but also things going on in the world, uh, faith conversations, life conversations. And our hope is, and I thought it was cool hearing last week a lot of what you said about not just adding to the noise, right? but wanting to make some good noise right. and be a place that people listen to this on a drive home or at the gym. Yep. And it feels like this is bringing me life. Yeah, yeah. And dialogues that inspire your dialogues and information that inspires 
action yeah. and not just more knowledge for the sake of intellectual ascent and more knowledge and more content that just is a perfect excuse to keep me from going and applying the content but mm-hmm. hopefully a dialogue that leads to it uh, I, I said i said it this way the switchfoot song from like 2003 adding to the noise if we're adding to the noise turn off this song mm-hmm. and then if we're adding to the noise turn off this podcast that should be the title of this and podcast turn there, off this podcast there was a ton of important noise in the first episode mm. so hopefully yeah you're ready for more yep uh let me ask you guys this okay we will have guests on the show at times to come chat with us uh different people different lives if you could have any person any person in the world they have to be alive Ooh. right now let's be realistic can't be george washington if you could have anyone on the podcast to talk with us who would it be i'll give you guys a minute and i knew that question was coming so oh you're ready i think hanging with tiger woods would be so fun okay nice. just to talk to him yeah. about golf competitive edge having mm-hmm. to, to bounce back from a lot of different things mm-hmm. that would be a fun guest yeah he just got added to the PGA Tour board. Oh. Trying to win the players back. Are you on the PGA Tour board? <laughs> I am, yeah. You are? Yep. Vice president. <laughs> okay. Who you, would you say, say yours? Well, it's funny now. I was going to say Michael Jordan. Okay. I know that, and I don't mean this as shade at LeBron, even though he's been really having a hard time letting the Nuggets enjoy their, our championship. But I think Michael Jordan is the greatest. And I think that people, I think he's perceived as a really cold person. Mm -hmm. But when I watched The Last Dance, which, by the way, is the best sports documentary. Mm -hmm. And I've seen like every 30 for 30 out there. And I would say that The Last Dance is probably the best sports documentary work I've Mm -hmm. seen. He is human. He's a lot more human than I think people thought. And even you even saw emotion out of him. But I think listening to him talk about his drive and his story and what fueled him. And he's not going to be the same as when you're on the court as his teammate and he's trying to push you and make you better. Just talking right. to him casually about life right. would be really interesting. My other person, also, also, person. I mean, once you, you have to have that kind of drive and motivation to beat the Monstars in that wow. documentary oh, series, Jam. Yeah. You'll man. see the humanity of Michael Jordan it's on true. display in full he force. He acted man. in that movie, so Jumped he from half yeah. court. I know. And, and was like Stretch Armstrong arms. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could ask. Easy. No, I'd not. love to picture you asking him, like trying to seriously ask him about that, and yeah. his response to you would be yep. great. My other person would be Jimmy Fallon, and Very he'd be obviously be great at okay. this because he's a fantastic host. But I'd, he seems like such a normal celebrity and such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I'd love to talk big picture life and stuff with him and yeah. see what he's all about. Yeah, because yeah. he just strikes me as someone that you'd love yeah. to yeah. get to know. And that would be around. awesome. Fine, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, well, you gave two, so I'll give two. Uh, number one is Chris Hemsworth. Although if he yeah. sat right here, yeah. I think you guys would be so confused. You're like, is this two of the same guy that I'm looking at? We wouldn't even see you. You would just dis- disappear <laughs> behind him. Um, and he, I think he's just the coolest guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously one of the biggest celebrities in Thor, but it seems very down to earth. Mm-hmm. So Chris Hemsworth and okay. then um, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Justin, Justin Bieber is one of those guys for years. I've just, he's been on my heart to pray for. Mm-hmm. A few celebrities on my heart for years to pray for. He's been one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I what's can't he imagine. To, what's he up to now? I don't know. Okay. Hopefully, writing some new, uh, some new songs. Man. Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he's prepping for this. Yeah. Afterthoughts podcast. Episode, Afterthoughts dot podcast. Episode three. TikTok. Maybe his ears are burning right now. Mm. Well, it's good to say these things because you never know. Who Isn't knows who? 
life's not about what you know, it's about who you know, which wow. is not always true, but in this mm -hmm. case, it could be. So maybe one of those guys will get on here. Do you want a second person since we both took two? Nope. Or you, good for you. Tiger. Good for you. Okay, well, now is uh, every every week we uh, on the podcast, we <laughs> like to start afterthoughts with our four thoughts, but there's only three of us, so we'll do yeah. our three thoughts. Mm. Yeah. I just want to know something that's been on your mind, something you've been thinking about this week. Okay. Wow. I've been thinking, hmm. uh, we'll talk more about this, that it's actually possible to have a sound mind, that nice. that's not uh, something that we just talk about like a pipe dream, but you can actually make sound decisions that lead to having a sound mind. We are in the middle of getting ready for a, a master class called Brainstorm, how to have a sound mind. So that's mm -hmm. why I've been thinking about it a ton. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think my whole life I've always just thought like, yeah, maybe one ideal. day or that's a, that's very like out there, mm -hmm. but we can take steps. We're not going to get it right all the time, but we can take significant steps today to have a sound mind. Nice. That's really good. Okay. I had a different thought, but that just made me think of a brand new one Whoa. that I actually merged the two one, together somehow. Did you say you're brainstorming a new thought? I am wow. right now. So this is fresh. Powerful. This is raw. This is organic. Wow. This is incredibly authentic authentically right now. Authentic. Yeah. I'm going to be very vulnerable. Not really. Um, but I think what makes a sound mind more approachable and less mm. of a pipe dream and more of a, like something that's actually achievable is when you start thinking of things like anxiety or stress or pressure, not as things that you need to completely eliminate 100%. Right. But if you think of those on a scale of like zero to 10, mm -hmm. if you're at like a seven or eight on anxiety, when you tell that person your goal is to just zero anxiety, you want none, all of a sudden that's not doable. But if you actually tell that person, hey, your goal is like a two to three, yeah. you actually want a little bit of stress. Right. You want a little bit of pressure. You want a little bit of anxiety. It's the people when they have zero, like that, that, that's how you end up in jail. Yeah. That's people who die earlier than they should because they don't worry about anything and there's consequences to nothing. So all, like when you rework that in your brain yeah. and you start thinking, hey, I'm just trying to get a healthy level of these things, not completely destroy them out of my mind. That's then so all good. of a sudden it's attainable and doable. I took a class on taking tests back in high school. And the only thing I remember from the class was they showed Shaq's free throw percentage mm -hmm. in different games. Yeah. And it was, there was a bell curve to it. And on one side, he wasn't very good when there was no pressure mm. in the game. And on the other side of the bell curve, he wasn't very good when it was like game seven yeah. of the NBA finals. Yeah. But when there was just the right amount of pressure, yeah. he was, his free throw percentage was at his highest. I've always yeah. remember that. Like you do want a little bit yeah. of, of stress. It keeps you focused. It keeps you going. It's just, you don't want that to become debilitating. Well, even in physics, pressure creates power. Pressure, Ooh. a little bit of stress makes human beings do amazing things. Ooh. Keeps you paying the bills. It mm -hmm. keeps you raising your kids well. It keeps you running after your dreams. It's actually a good thing. So when you reframe it of, mm -hmm. I don't need to get rid of this, I need the healthy amount, then that's actually yeah. doable. Mm. We should talk about that in Brainstorm. Write it down, Jacob. A lot of, a lot of people are looking for any way to escape right. all of it, and that's which not is the, the human experience. Right. And mm -hmm. then you're no longer actually... Mm -hmm. And experiencing important things. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in a, I was in a very different direction. <laughs> Take it in a different direction, yeah, man. man. What's your thought? Especially for the people who didn't well, see episode one. Yeah. <laughs> but they're yeah, just yeah, here yeah, for yeah. this Wow, one. these guys yeah. are impossible. Wise. <laughs> so I was uh, just curious why they changed, Elon Musk changed Twitter to be called X. 
And I'm not an anti-Elon Musk guy. A lot of people hate on Elon Musk. I yeah. think he's a genius, and I've listened to some things he said. I feel kind of bad for him, which sounds weird to say for the richest person in the world, but when he's talked about how his brain never stops, yeah. and he wouldn't wish that on anybody else. Yeah, right. like, he lives in a very unique world, but not really a creative name. And so I was just uh, thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, I think they could have done better. Yeah. But my brother made the great point that for all these years, adults have been saying Twitter. And that's not necessarily like a cool name. So. <laughs> but how did it become, like, that became a very, very cool word. Yeah. And it was, it was made a, Have you ever had a Twitter? No, yeah. never have. I never did either. I don't have a TikTok either. Well, then who are we to say? And I haven't been on Facebook in probably no, seven dude, years. So long. Well, that makes sense. I've been writing on your wall. <laughs> you wish me happy birthday right? yeah, every happy birthday, birthday for seven years, and I've said nothing back to you? Yeah. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry. Man. That's our three thoughts, okay. which are our four thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Well, every week on the Afterthoughts podcast, we like to pull a question out of a hat, Kayla. Ooh. Ryan, and we're just going to answer this. Let's see. Oh, there and this go. is, I chose a Buffs hat today because the Buffs. Buffs are rejoining the Big 12 next year, which That's I right. could do an entire episode on. Ryan, do a hat trick really quick, that. man. Oh, they will all yep. fall out. Okay, here we go. Nice. It says... What is the worst thing that has happened to you recently? Mm. Wow. It's a pessimistic question, isn't it? Yeah. Who submitted that? Um, okay, I'll go. It has been um, the stomach flu season in the Weckenman house. Nice. nice. Um, Fun. Which, what an opportunity to build character, oh, you know, that's if good. you're me. Consider so, it pure joy. Yes. I feel like I'm more mature and complete, lacking less than before. Reference James 1. I actually don't feel that way at all. I'm just kind of tired and annoyed. Um, <laughs> so about a week ago, I, I, um, I went to wake Kinsley up. Kinsley's my two-year-old little girl. And um, wake her up around 6.45 in the morning for breakfast. And she, she's kind of like half asleep. And I wake up at 6.43. So I've been awake just for... I hardly ever get to sleep in that late. I know that sounds crazy. I just can't oh, sleep yeah. in anymore. So if you get me to 643, that means That's I was good. in some deep REM mm -hmm. sleep. And I was. And you ever come out of deep sleep and you're yeah. just like, this is going to take me about Hard three to hours back. to wake up. Oh, yeah. So that was me. Two minutes awake. I go get Kinsley. I take her out of her crib. And she she's so sweet and so cute. She says, Daddy, I throw up. And um, I said, Kinsley. I checked your bed. There's no throw up. I'm like, no, you didn't, sweetie. You're good. She's, daddy, I throw up. And she had thrown up two nights ago. And I said, no, 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 that was a couple of nights ago. Don't you remember? She goes, daddy. And she was trying to tell me, I have to oh, throw boy. up. <laughs> and I am holding her like this, literally like this. Oh, no. And as I'm talking to her, my mouth's open. And then she looks at me with shock in her eyes and horror in her eyes because she knows what's about to happen. And then she just projectile vomits straight into my face and probably 25% of it just shot straight down my throat. And now I'm standing there holding Kinsley and just I woke just up. woke up <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what do I do? Oh my, like I, it was such indecision. Oh. Do this I put her back in her crib? question, but what kind of throw up are we? What, she, what did she throw up in your mouth? <laughs> Everyone just turns it off. It was whatever dinner was from the night before. So oh. probably chicken nuggets, I'm Jeez. guessing. Good. 
And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Well, she doesn't have any throw up in her bed, so I'm not going to put her in her bed because then I have to wash all the sheets. Yeah, but I can't yeah, put her yeah. on the carpet because then I have to clean the carpet. Do I go throw like put her in the tub? But then she's going to be cold, and I don't want her to be. And then she throws up again <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm thinking about it. So all that to say, um, bring her to the tub, get her cleaned up. We do all the sheets. I go take a shower. You didn't throw up? I didn't throw up. That's amazing. Yeah. I would have thrown up immediately. Oh, yeah. I think. And then I, I change, put on new clothes, mm -hmm. and then <clears throat> she's on the couch downstairs, and um, she's like this tiny little thing on this huge couch just sitting there oh. with like an ice pack on her head and a blanket <laughs> right here. And I just, I'm like, sweetie, are you okay? And I get down really close to her, and then she just projectiles. <laughs> <laughs> Again. And then the the Seinfeld episode ended right there. <laughs> yep. Dude, that's awful. And I usually, oh, I'm the one no. in our house that I feel like, at least right now, I don't know what's going on with my immune system. So I'm like, I, I just I just inhaled oh. the stomach flu. There's no way I'm not going to get this. But that was a week and a half ago. And I feel fantastic, yeah. guys. So Wow. Built what, your immunities. What an that's opportunity. Good. Yeah, like, yeah, good job. So, yeah. That's, probably can't top that. Yeah, I that, cannot... Ryan even come close worst thing that's happened to me um I, mine's just super embarrassing yes um, and this is the second time this has happened to me but i was on a run earlier this week and when i'm on a run that's usually like deep thinking time yeah you know when you get past a certain point at first you just hate it and all that but if you push past a certain wall it becomes very just a good time to, to think it's quiet zen if you will. I don't think you're allowed to say that. I will. Oh, okay, do it. Well, fine. Um, early in the morning, I'm thinking about a sermon. Everything's good. And then I, this is the second time I've done this. I'm an adult. I just am running on the sidewalk and I drift so far to the end of the sidewalk that I twist my ankle. Oh, <laughs> my, my foot goes off. And the sidewalk's like, it's very wide. I'm the only yeah. one around. And I'm like, it's very easy just to stay yeah. somewhat in the center of it. It's not the sidewalk's fault. I, I, I drift so hard. Very predictable. Dude, my right ankle just goes, oh, oh. and a bunch of cars were driving past. Did you, did you fall to the like, ground? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Like, I mean, like I put, <laughs> caught, caught myself with my hand. Did you ever sprain that same ankle in high school playing basketball? All the time. Yeah, and once you do All that once, yeah, it's just that's why, yeah, That's why it's I've always bad. said you should never sprain your ankle. You, you always say that. <laughs> you have always said that. Now we know why. But, dude, I'm just yeah. picturing all of these cars driving by at, like, 6.30 in the morning watching an adult who just, <laughs> just can't stand Like a 30-something-year-old guy. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. So, that was Okay, me. well, would you rather that or Kinsley throwing up in your mouth? I'll take the ankle. Right. Same. For me? Yeah. My family was in Tulsa a few weeks ago, which is an underrated city, I found out. I've, each time I go there, some cool stuff. Yeah. On the drive back, I got a speeding ticket. Ah. You did? Yeah. How fast? And Steph and I kind of have a rivalry because she always says I'm a horrible driver. And I've, you know, proven myself by not getting tickets along the way. Yeah. So this so one hurt. was pumped. This one hurt. That's I humbling. rolled the window down for Zeke because he was like, I want to see the police officer. Just hoping that guy would be like, oh, this guy's driving his kids. He's a no family luck. man. $225. Nice. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think yeah. he said I was going 93. He did in a 70, but I don't believe that. I don't think our Honda Pilot can go 93. <laughs> did you contest it? Well, I'm not driving to Oklahoma to contest it. No. Right. Did you argue with him when he gave me the ticket? I said, "Man, I thought you were going to be cool." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I'm not writing you up for that brake light that's out." Yeah. 
So I guess. Well, there you go. Oh man, that's lame. So, but it's I appreciate you guys splitting that with me. So I just yeah, you can no, just spend money. Happy to do it. <laughs> cool. Uh, we have an exciting thing today. Okay. Our first ever caller into the show. Oh my gosh. I was wondering but, why we just had a phone. But I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call him. So give me a minute. Yep. yep. Okay. Do we know him? You do. Okay. Do we know him well? Oh yeah. He's a he's a good friend of the podcast. Okay. Hello. Corey Miller, welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast. You're our first ever caller. How does it feel? Uh, I beyond honored. I I can't believe what what a privilege it is to sit under all of your clout and fame. He's beyond honored. <laughs> Uh, Corey, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. What is it that you do for work? Uh, I'm a worship leader. I do I do some singing and some and some moving my hands. <laughs> that you just put that on a resume. Corey is uh, part of Red Rocks Worship. He's one of the worship leaders up in Denver. He writes a ton of music. And he's belittling his talents right now, but you'd be shocked to know he's actually a very talented person mm. and a great friend of ours who we hope to have sitting here at this table. Corey, what's, uh, what's your greatest hope for this podcast? The greatest hope? Uh, just for the whole podcast, yeah? Yeah, man. As an investor, what are you hoping to see? <laughs> As an investor, I'm hoping to see return. Um, no, uh, I, I hope the people here hear some truth and then apply it to their life, you know? Ah. Well said. Well said. Hear some truth and apply it to their life. Wow, that's the serious good. answer I've ever heard him give. Yeah. Appreciate that, Corey. Well done, Corey. Uh, do you want to tell us anything? you want to tell us about your album in case anybody wants oh, to listen to it? Oh, here we go. Oh, man. Yeah, I love our new album. It's called Ascend. Um, it is fully out, and uh, the songs were written for... Firstly, for our church, um, and then secondly, for the church. But um, yeah, it's just songs that remind all of us who God is and who we are because of him. And um, yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited that it's out. So go listen. Ascend on iTunes, 99 cents per song, or what's the full album cost? <laughs> Um, you can get 45 seconds of each song for free if you don't want to spend the dollar. I just do 45 Scott. seconds of good plans over and over. I don't Corey, need the whole thing. I just need shuffle, a taste. Uh, shuffle a preview. And then you're Corey, good. <laughs> you seem pretty sure of yourself about this whole music thing. So why don't you write us an Afterthoughts jingle that we could think about using for the, the show? Oh, yeah. Just I'm ready. Are you ready for it right now? Oh, we'd love to hear it. He's going to do a jingle. Okay. okay. You got to repeat it back. Welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast. I'm happy to welcome you to welcome it. Yeah. Welcome to the Afterthoughts podcast. I'm happy. happy it's yeah. All right. We'll keep working at that. <laughs> we'll keep working at that, Corey. And we want to thank you for being on the show. Do you have anything else you want to say? Any more encouragement you want to give us? Any more, you know, just positive things you can say for the podcast? <laughs> I actually do. Here's what I'll say. You three, um, I'm sure you'll have more people join as it goes along, but you three uh, have each uniquely incredible gifts 
of saying really hard things in ways that make it really easy to understand. Um, Ethan, you make people laugh at the hardest things in their life. It's really cool. It's a legitimate gift on your life. Ryan, you know how to sit in the tension of going to the depths with somebody and then finding ways to bring them back up. It's incredible. Doug, you are uh, you are an incredible creative and you're also highly logical. So uh, all three of you have done an incredible job of helping me get through the hardest times of my life. So I'm just really excited that people get to listen to the three of you just talk about the Lord, talk about wisdom, talk about like practically how to live as a Jesus follower. So I know you're probably looking for a joke, but I, I, I legitimately love how you guys pastor and I'm excited for people to experience that. He said that, uh, he, he said that I'm really good at making people laugh. He's really grateful for my humor. It was just beautiful what he said. So <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for being on the Afterthoughts podcast. We'll get you down here in person. And uh, next time, we'd love to hear you say something encouraging to Doug and Ryan. All right, man. Love you, dude. Thank you. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Well, that was heartening from Corey. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Pendulum. Did you say that was heartening? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pendulum. Like the opposite of disheartening. We, yeah, that's a I word. Love it. I love oh, it. This is heartening. Well, Corey, uh, he had some stuff to say, but you are going to like it. That's right. <laughs> uh, we just finished a series here called Pendulum mm -hmm. that, in my opinion, was probably a top three series yeah. that we've done in terms of the magnitude of some of the conversation we entered into, yep. the importance to people, and some of the things we navigate. A lot of times, conversations that are easy to avoid. Yeah. Um, it got it, heavy in a hurry. It really I, we did. didn't even expect yeah. that. And then all of a sudden, yeah. we were just asking the biggest questions. Well, <laughs> right away. God that, this series idea has been around for a couple of years, and we finally mm -hmm. just walked through it. But let's hear a little bit of, you were the one who kind of came up with the idea of where it came from and why you were so passionate to walk people into this concept. Yeah, absolutely. That life is complicated, and so is faith, and so mm -hmm. is God. And oftentimes, um, we can throw easy half-truth extreme answers or cliches onto very complicated situations yeah. and and sometimes even do it a disservice. Um, but Jesus said the truth will set you free. It was Spurgeon who once said the truth is oftentimes found in the tension. Mm -hmm. And um, embracing the mystery of the middle and standing in between two things that seem to contradict each other in our dimension, but then trusting they go together in God's dimension. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about grace and truth. Mm -hmm. And usually you have, you, you feel like, man, today or this week or this year, I'm majoring a little bit more on grace and I'm minoring on truth or mm -hmm. vice versa. But Jesus came in the fullness of both at the exact same time. So how is that possible? And I even think of grace and truth and this idea of being tethered to tension and what does this posture look like? The cross, like this is what leaders do, embracing the messiness of yeah. the middle sometimes. And like even asking hard questions like, is God sovereign over everything or does humanity have free will? Mm -hmm. And rather than saying you Which have to choose right. and pick either this or that and whole, you know, theological views for this or that, what if these are these are two yeah. dimensions that go together in, in God's. 
Yep. And can I trust yep. and be okay with the fact that, first of all, there's a lot of answers to my tough questions here, but then there's a lot of things that I'll never fully understand this side of heaven. Yeah. Some things that, for some of the things we walked through, it was it's both of these things that meet. For some of them, it was there's something better than the two options you're given. Right. 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 I thought of uh, in Moneyball when he's like, would you That's, rather take one bullet to the head or yeah, five to the chest? Right. And Jonah yeah. Hill's like, are those my only two right. options? <laughs> yeah. That's how a lot of people's lives yeah. feel. So we walked through in this area. We talked about grace and truth. Mm -hmm. Yes. We talked about atheism and pantheism. Yep. We talked about free will, God's sovereignty. We talked about uh, doubt and dogma, talking about pain, yeah. um, work and rest. Yeah. Some really big topics in our lives, which I thought was awesome. Did you guys have more that you wanted to add in? Was there anything that you wish you could have talked more about or something else that popped up during this series that you thought, man, I'd love to keep going yeah. on that pendulum topic. Oh, so many. Yeah, we could we could go and go and go. Are you saying like more topics or deeper? Either. Deeper yeah, dive? more topics Man. for sure, but also within those five weeks where there's yeah. some things that stuck out to you or sermon content that you're like, man, I wish I could have included that. The, I so I gave one called Atheism Pantheism that mm -hmm. I, I worked really hard on. It was, it was a difficult, vulnerable one for me to wrestle with because I've found myself on, on both sides of that pendulum. Um, one of the things I ran out of time for is so, so if you're new to this atheism, the idea that there is no God, pantheism, the idea that all is God. And uh, when we all got saved years ago, there was a, an uprising of, of the, the movement of towards atheism where mm -hmm. the church was asking, does God exist? One of the things we've seen is uh, culture has really woken up to the reality, painting with broad strokes here, that there is something spiritual going on, which is amazing. The problem yeah. is we've swung the pendulum too far um, in my opinion, over right. to mm -hmm. what I would call pantheism, even though that may not be the, the correct umbrella term for that. Um, but what I ran out of time to say is, um, and the point I, I, I really wanna, wanna make clear over here, is just because something is spiritual doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. Right. Mm. And like an elementary reading of the gospels will lead you to that conclusion. Like Jesus came face to face with spirits that weren't good uh -huh. mm -hmm. all the time, constantly. Yeah. Um, and so Saul consulted a witch in the Old Testament. Yeah. The sorcerers totally. in Pharaoh's courts, like mm -hmm. they Stuff made happened. sticks turned into snakes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it man. worked. It works. Thinking about the fact that it works. So what's going on there? Right. Right. And so I, especially in a, a city like Austin, probably wherever you're, you're watching this from, um, like as pastors, we always we always feel that um, that desire to help people see like, hey, don't don't be too quick to call everything that's spiritual good. Yeah. And I know right. I just opened up a, a whole box. We could do a whole episode on that, but that's what I wanted yeah. to get into. But more. Is it, yeah, I think it's important to just sort of step back and observe and be honest about the fact that humanity we are like a people of pendulum swings. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and so atheism for a decade and yeah. then it's not finding what we're looking for over here yeah. so let's swing just, it clear to the other <laughs> side people of extremes people of extremes <laughs> yeah, so even, extreme, even down the i think one of the funny examples i used is from generation to generation tattoos so yeah. our parents generation yeah. didn't really have tattoos but our generation has a ton of them right and i'm convinced our mm -hmm. kids won't but yeah. their kids will yeah and mm -hmm. so one day years from now i'll be hanging out with my grandkids with tattoos, listening to Blink-182 and rap music while my kids and my parents judge us for it. Basically, whatever your parents That's did, so you're going to do the yeah. opposite yeah, because right, yeah, right. you're going to swing the pendulum. People have to Like side. you guys, for example, have to hate cats. You can't like dogs and cats. <laughs> you like have some to of us one. that have found the truth yeah. in the tension. Yeah, well, yeah. sync or Backstreet Boys? Uh, you know? NSYNC. NSYNC. You have to pick one, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Team Jacob or Team Edward? I've never seen this. Never, yeah, never third read. option, just read a better book. You <laughs> oh, know? nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. yeah. Or Nike or Adidas. I've always seen people... Nike. Nike. Wear Nike shoes, except for fall of 2016 when uh-huh. they came out with NMDs. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Um, and back in the day, the Adidas, like the SS2Gs in those classics. Uh-huh. So, oh, man. I, I just watched a little thing on Hulu from James Cameron, the director of Titanic, mm-hmm. where he was trying to myth-bust the whole... Jack could have survived on the door with Rose thing. Yeah. And once again, people are like, yeah, he could have for sure. Or no, he absolutely. absolutely. But the answer they found out was way more complicated than just yes or no. Yeah. They found like a certain like way he positioned himself on the door where they could float a little bit, but he would have had to do that for two hours. She would have had to get him her life vest to keep him warm to avoid hypothermia. And and you're shivering, but you can't shiver because then you're going to fall off the door. And not to mention Mm -hmm. how crazy that night would have been it's way more complicated to stand in the tension in the middle i still like the the theory that he never existed i saw a theory that he never existed and he was like her imagination getting her through that traumatic time in her life which i I don't know brilliant so he had to go to go to the sea i um to take it back to but he is real and real it is Leonardo DiCaprio that's a real person (laughs) oh that's good (laughs) yeah okay I got it so I would have done um NSYNC Backstreet Boys for the following week but a few (laughs) other a few other topics maybe for uh actual weeks in the series Mm -hmm. whether that's you know prosperity gospel yeah which God wants you to be you know wealthy and healthy and versus the poverty gospel yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, saw, I think, a lot of the ugliness of prosperity gospel yeah. and people becoming Christians or following Jesus because they just, you know, mm-hmm. want something from God and seeing yeah. a whole movement mm-hmm. and then realizing, wait, this isn't, you know, necessarily based in scripture. Yeah. So what's the answer? Well, it must be swinging the pendulum right, straight right, right, to right, right, right. God wants all of us to be poor because right. Jesus didn't have a house. And so poverty yeah. gospel, when that's one of those examples where there's actually a third answer altogether. Mm-hmm. You stewardship know, stewardship yeah you know mm-hmm. um i would have talked about maybe church methodology and how you know for years decades the mega church there's been so much fruit and amazing things that have come from the mega church i'm yeah. talking like millions of people coming to know jesus mm-hmm. yeah and resources on a scale that completely have changed the globe yeah. but there's also been a lot of bad right sure and so what happens is the temptation i think is to have House movements church, that rise up out of the messiness mm-hmm. and swing the if if there's frustration over mm-hmm. here let's swing the pendulum over yeah. here and um and yeah churches have to be small right. or house churches right. or um you know i had a guy in the lobby about two months ago, I'll never forget the conversation. He said, I can't believe you guys have an LED screen. Jesus wouldn't have an LED screen. I yeah. don't care about an LED screen. And I said, I kind of feel like you do care about an LED screen. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just care about us not having it. Yeah. It's a method. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the message yeah. is what's sacred. That's right. The method will change year like decade to decade. The method is whatever makes heaven more crowded. Right. Like to get the mm-hmm. message yeah. to people. So mm-hmm. the idea, I think, how do you get pendulum awareness? Yeah, And I think humility Mm -hmm. is the number one answer to that question of slowing the pendulum and almost asking yourself, can you take a play from that playbook and a play from that playbook? Mm -hmm. The church methodology question, can we build a small church with a lot of people, a church that still reaches as many people as possible who are desperately searching for something, and at the same time, everybody in the lobby is needed and known and seen and not lost in a crowd where we can gather in big 
like in the tabernacle on the weekends in big crowds and then throughout the week on weekdays around tables in small mm-hmm. communities, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's, so it's, good, it's yeah. Joshua 5 where Joshua is leading the Israelites to march around Jericho seven times where they blow the trumpets and then the walls fall down and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And in chapter five, they run into an angel of the Lord who just so happens to be the commander of all of heaven's armies. And Joshua has the audacity to ask the angel, are you for us or are you for them? Is it this or is it that? And the angel answers him and says, I'm for God. The question is, are you for me? me? Here's Mm. a third option here, but it's gonna involve (laughs) you standing in the tension. Yeah, so good. Which is hard to do, especially in our culture where everything, I mean, politics are the perfect example, right? Mm -hmm. And things just get more and more extreme on the left and the right, more and more Mm -hmm. to where I think most people are like, can we all just like calm down a little bit and meet in the middle here? But the loudest voices are the ones that get heard and it feels like it's just this culture of extremes. I thought about from a church standpoint, like charismatic and conservative Mm -hmm. and conservative unfortunately carries political connotations when people think of that, that maybe orthodox, or I don't know what the right word would be on that side. But um, Mm -hmm. for me, I probably grew up a little more on the conservative side and then experienced a lot on the more charismatic side. And some of that was great, but then some of that was Mm -hmm. damaging. Some of it was people that, you know, get out of step or think that this is something good that's spiritual and it's not or speak yeah. for God. And yeah. I I know in my life, I have swung that pendulum back to the other side sometimes too much where someone tells me like, hey, I feel like God's speaking something to me that I want to share with you. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't, automatically, I don't trust it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be that way. And I feel yeah. that, I feel like for me, that's a personal pendulum that I battle between because I know the power of the Holy Spirit. Sure. I've mm-hmm. seen miracles with my own eyes. Right. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing about faith is there's times where I doubt that and just kind of think like, yeah, but that stuff's a little too crazy and people get too weird with that. So I just need to stay safe in my comfort zone. And then it's like the Holy Spirit taps me on the shoulder like, hey, no, yeah. you need to let be, like, f- be free with what I'm going to do. Yeah, That's a pendulum for me that I think a lot of people have experienced in church backgrounds. Yeah, and with that humility that Doug was talking about, how do you also celebrate the churches on on either side? For sure. Celebrate the mega church, celebrate the house church, celebrate yes. the charismatic church, celebrate the conservative church and, and mm-hmm. learn to train yourself to see the good in that and, and if heaven is getting more crowded, mm-hmm. then to, to cheer that on. Yeah. Right. Which I think is one of the encouraging things about this city mm-hmm. uh, here in Austin that I feel like maybe it's because it's a challenging city to be a church in. There is a huge presence of unity amongst churches. Yeah. I'm a part of some roundtables with pastors of very different churches than ours. Yeah. And there doesn't feel like competition. There doesn't feel like weirdness. It just feels like, man, let's give each other a hug. Yep. We're on the same team here. We're just trying to reach people and bring mm-hmm. them to meet Jesus, who they're looking for. They may just not know it. It's crazy how mission unifies you. Ex- mission, well, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah, mission around like the, because all these things are great arguments and debates and discussions, but they should unify us because of the one thing mm-hmm. that right. Paul talked about, that's top shelf, and it's the only thing that is, which is Christ right. crucified and resurrected. Yeah. And in, mm-hmm. in our city, Austin, yeah. I feel like the church is losing ground, but it's not because there's not amazing churches. It's because the city is growing so fast. Mm -hmm. That's why we had such a warm welcome when we moved here five years ago from churches saying, thank God you're here. You've been prayed for for the last decade. Um, What did the Austin Stones say to us again? They said, um, we were praying that God would hasten the day that you guys plant a church in Austin. I love it. Which was really, really cool to hear from 
a great mm -hmm. big church, you know, that's yeah. doing so much in the city. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of, I think we felt walking into church planning, like if we met people from other churches, they'd be competitive, like stay out of Austin. Right. Yeah. We've got this. And they yeah. were like, what do you, we don't got this. We need more and more churches. That has been the case in a lot of cities. It has. It's yeah. almost the norm and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. it's weird to walk into a city and it's kingdom minded. Yeah. Yeah. Even amongst competition. It's great. It's like when you and we win because heaven gets yeah, more crowded. Yeah. Regardless of methodology, yeah. we have the same message and we're yeah. unified over Christ Gosh. crucified and resurrected. Mission that's, unifies. That's how it should be. Yeah. We yeah. should do it. We I should had, have done a week on that. That's so important. I had a funny story that I didn't have time to share. Go. But it, I preached about doubt and dogma. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when I was probably like late elementary school, I went with my mom to this it was some guy speaking about faith and apologetics kind of thing, but we thought it was going to be about dinosaurs. And that was like included in it, but the guy was very dogmatic. And mm -hmm. now that I think about some of his arguments and stuff, I'm like, man, that's what you were spending all your time. But it was very <laughs> anti-evolution, uh -huh. um, which is always so, like I see those uh, signs that people have, like science is real. And I think they think that Christians think that science isn't real. And there are some that probably do, but I'm like, right. that's not like an argument against faith. Science is the pursuit of creation and seeing what God has done. Right. There's a great the overlap of how God designed creation. Right, basically. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm, you know, as like an impressionable kid, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe any of that stuff. That's already bad. So I went to outdoor education. Remember that in sixth grade where oh, your yeah. whole class, like your whole grade goes camping. Oh, yeah. and it's really uh -huh. fun. So our camp counselor, they were talking about geology and like the formation of the earth and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And she's explaining Pangea and continental drift. And I, I looked at, I literally looked at her and I said, oh, I don't believe in that. You just, la, 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 yeah. la, la, uh, not listening. I don't, I don't believe in that. Yeah. And I, and she's kind of looking at me with like, they had like the continents and then she's like, don't you see how they perfectly fit together? <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like a puzzle. Yeah, puzzle. It's like a seven piece puzzle that perfectly fits. Yeah. But I was so freaked out. Like, no, I can't, I can't believe that. And I just, that's yeah. a funny example of. Gosh. extremely dogmatic response to that camp. Yeah, because then you live out of fear that yeah. anything's going to disprove, you know, this yeah. God that you believed yeah. in for your entire life. Yeah. But I mean, I've got news for you. If that's like them discovering, oh, this is actually real or <laughs> yeah. that yeah. doesn't change who God is at all. Yeah, it's we were talking about biggest takeaways yeah. the other day from this series for us personally. And I'd love to share those here. For me, I said um, reverence. Yeah that I bring the yeah. biggest questions before God and he still stands. Mm -hmm. He's like, there's, there's that end of Job for me was so yeah. monumental of remembering mm -hmm. like, hey, I laid the earth's foundations. Yeah, I know how all this works and I'm not threatened by science. Right. In fact, it's proving mm -hmm. more and more of the glory of what I've created. I'm not threatened by debates. I'm not threatened by even the hardest questions of pain and suffering that we talked about. I can handle that and I yeah. still stand and I'm still good. And I showed it to you through my son, Jesus. And I have felt so much and this, through your sermons i've appreciated so much so much reverence for just who god is and how powerful he is and that he chooses to love us a lot of days blows my mind my ap yeah. chemistry teacher in high school mr ryan hmm. i'll never forget the we had a friday fun day and fun day in ap chemistry means you you do like more chemistry you know what i mean <laughs> but you just do chemistry that's not going to be on the ap test and mr hmm. ryan took 45 minutes just to kind of blow everybody's mind because he's just wicked smart you know, mm -hmm. and for 45 minutes, he's just got chalk on the chalkboard talking about like, you know, you got electrons and then protons and neutrons in the nucleus. And if the nucleus was the size of a softball, then the electrons would be like five miles and in between it's just like empty space. And those protons and neutrons are made up of quarks and gluons and just keeps going. And he like burns his chalk 
you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the bell finally rings and he does like a chalk drop. And then I'll never forget, this is public school. And he said, uh, how anybody can see all of this and not believe there's a designer blows my mind. Wow. And then he just- In public school? In public school. And that's then he, so he kind of smirked and said, that's all I have to say about that. I love Class it. dismissed. And from that moment, I was like, you shouldn't be afraid of science. Yeah. God, God's yeah. just like, yeah. tr go ahead and tr like, try to figure me yeah. out. Like, I think yeah. it's cute Fair how enough. much you guys are trying to figure me yeah. out. I'm mm -hmm. all about it. Yeah. And you find, you build a, a, a telescope big enough to discover these galaxies, and I got 100 million more yeah. beyond them as soon as you can build the next yeah, telescope, that's right. showing that's right. off my glory. That's uh, clearly made it yeah. impressive. Like, you remember that. Like, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Terms you just said that I've never heard of before. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I still, I couldn't define them, but I remember he said them, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few of those words. Yeah. What are you walking away, takeaways on a personal <sighs> level or... More thoughts you had? I've got two. I very practically work and rest is what's on my mind. Recency bias. But the momentum of the pendulum, that the reason we don't work well is because we don't rest well. Mm. Um, that our rest yeah. is so yeah. uh, like scrolling through social media and zoning yeah. out and binging a show. And then the next day we wonder why work mm. isn't, isn't working very mm. well. And I, I just think that we've lost the art of really resting well. Um, and so trying to implement that in my own life, but from a, a higher level, um, just the problem of the pendulum, mm -hmm. that the pendulum, uh, uh, Albert Einstein once said, you can't fix a problem with the same mind that created it. Something right. Like that. Yeah. Same consciousness that created yeah. it, yep. same mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And the idea being, uh, there was a mindset that got us on the pendulum in the first place. You can't use that same mindset to get yourself off of it. You have to think bigger. And mm -hmm. so my prayer through this whole thing has just been, God, man, break the box that I put you in because mm -hmm. you don't belong there. And it's That's been good. working. I also love the breakdown of the rest week that you came up with. Oh, oh dude. yeah. Dude, <laughs> maybe, so maybe we can show that. So, so yeah, that yeah, part. yeah. Play the clip. That was really good. Now, I think on the other side of the pendulum, some of us are very good at resting. Oh, it's self-care Saturday, soul care Sunday, me time Monday, treat yourself Tuesday, work tomorrow, Wednesday, therapy Thursday, all my favorite things Friday, thank God tomorrow is self-care Saturday, I almost had to do something productive this week. That was therapeutic to say that. Yeah. yeah. Any other pendulum thoughts? Um, no, I, I hope and pray that it's been, it's made our minds bigger and our soul's better for it yeah. to try to explain things that for now we see in part and one day we'll see in full. Mm -hmm. But I think of just wrestling with my four-year-old Will and like, he can't take me. I got him, you know, he's four. Oh, yeah. I let him wrestle with me because mm -hmm. the joy of it for me as a dad is mm -hmm. the proximity. That's yep. the point of yep. wrestling. You can't wrestle with somebody and not have proximity. Yeah. And I wonder if that's why God um, leaves us with these questions that force us to wrestle with him because then we have proximity with mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And that's why he saves people, myself included, before he answers all their questions yeah. without ever answering all of them yeah. this side of forever. Yeah. Well, it also works out great that the guy behind this podcast is named Jacob who wrestled with wow. God in the Bible. So that's, It all makes sense. It's incredible. Now I get it. Mm -hmm. I, I'll say this, and I'm, because I'm trying to, you know, not be on one side of the pendulum, I think that it was actually really like cool timing 
mm. on a spiritual front that we were doing this series right when we were walking into this podcast. Because I think mm -hmm. the heart behind this podcast is teaching people how to have conversation right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. There's so many people always asking the question, are these my only two options? Or mm -hmm. can't both of those things have some truth to them? But we find a, a bridge together. Right. And we've said like a secret goal of ours, which isn't a secret now because we're saying <laughs> secrets out. Secrets out. Um, is to be to build a church where we can't be pinned into a category. Right. Where people couldn't say, oh, you're just that type of church or you're right. just that type of church. Right. But that we continue to push ourselves to be a church with wide open doors and be a, you know, a small church with a lot of people, but with deep roots and growing people in their faith and handling tough questions and a far reach to people on the other side of the world and in our city yeah. and continue to challenge ourselves and stay in this conversation to never get so pigeonholed that people walk in and go, I don't want to be here because they're clearly that group but to stay in that middle. And I think this podcast is going to take that a step further. So that's good. That's I'm it. excited. Yep. That's it. Okay. Well, we're going to, the next couple of weeks, talk about temple mm -hmm. or talk yes. out of temple. Uh, we're starting a series uh, that'll be really about the reality of us being a temple of the Holy Spirit. Right. And the craziness that God's presence chooses to reside in us and what yeah. that can mean for us. Yeah. You guys have any teasers or anything to get people excited about talking through this series? Oh, I got a couple of teasers. How many teasers? I'll just do I'll just do one teaser. Yes, one you teaser. do one, I'll do one. All right, okay. deal. That Jesus teaser. a twoser. Yeah. There's a Hebrew word. Yes. The Old Testament's Hebrew. Mark that down. Twoser. A twoser. It's a good one. Yeah. The Old Testament's Hebrew. Yeah. And uh, there's a word in Hebrew that's nefesh. And it means um, basically soul or all of you, um, but it's threefold, which I just realized so is God, mm. mind, body, and spirit. Mm. And how Jesus understood all of you, like me as, as a soul, me as Doug Weckenman is mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And what, what I do to one of those things affects the other two things and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And specifically, I mean, that's important for all of those. I've never really heard much other than sexual um, purity. Mm. Um, the, a church talk about your body on the physical as a temple, side, on the yeah. physical yeah, yeah, side, yeah. physical health, and actually how that's that's a very spiritual thing we should teach in church. In, in church because that's the home for your spirit. That's the home for the Holy Spirit. That's yeah. that that affects the health of your mind. And so I've actually never heard, and I'm sure there's one out there. Um, but I've never heard a series done about that in yeah. church, yeah. and I'm really excited for us to try to, to yeah, try to talking tackle beyond it. just that component, but other parts of physical health and yes. mental health. Yes, yeah, yeah. like yeah. why, um, like it it does matter what you eat, yeah. and it does like on a there, and on a spiritual level, absolutely. right? Not just uh, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely, yeah. it does matter, mm -hmm. um, you know, that you exercise or or not, um, yeah. you know, like this is a your body is not a prison in which your spirit is trapped for the time being. Your body is a gift given to you by God to steward. Mm, and yeah. even one day your body will be, will have resurrected bodies. Jesus was resurrected and walked around for 40 days in his resurrected body. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so there, there's something, there's something so key and lasting to it. And so what is, it, this is basically a series about stewardship, mm -hmm. but it's just stewarding. Of you. Yeah, mind, body, spirit of everything God has given you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you taking care of it? Um, because like even you think about the spiritual aspect of a calling, like your calling's already hard enough yeah. spiritually, yeah. but now it's 10X is hard because you just don't feel good physically. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna be less fruitful for the kingdom because of that. And mm -hmm. so all of these things are individually and corporately integrated together. Well, I'll tune in. That's a good teaser. 
Go. Well, it's time for our fourth thought. Fourth thought. Yeah. The fourth thought. Does that make sense? Because we did the three thoughts. Now I get it. Now it's the fourth now thought. Now I get mm. it. Last thought. Afterthought. At the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying stuff out. It's all going yeah. great. Kayla, do you, yeah, does that make fine. sense over there? Do you guys know what I'm saying? Fourth it's thought. It's fine. Do you guys want to say anything today? Sure. What do you want us to say? How are you guys feeling about launching the podcast? You guys put so much work into this and now it's happening. I'm feeling great. How are you feeling, Jacob? Oh, he's giving a thumbs up. He's feeling great. Thumbs up from Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Continue to just paint pictures for us with your words over there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts from today. Biggest takeaway, some, I'll leave, something to leave people with as we close up episode two. I really like what you said about this podcast being the pendulum problem mm -hmm. and trying to help combat the pendulum problem a little bit. Cool. And so I look forward to to a lot, many more of those. Let me, let me say this. I had a, I had a thought this morning. Um, I was thinking back on a sermon, uh, a series that we did like three years ago. And my thought was that series was cool, but we've come up with so much more like fun stuff since that moment. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to like, I wanted to tell myself back then, it was in 2020, mm -hmm. like, hey, bud, just wait until you see this next series and this podcast idea and this masterclass and all of that. And I had a thought as I was walking. Um, I think the same thing's gonna happen five years from now, where if me, us, five years from now could look back on this moment, you're gonna say, oh, just wait, just wait. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I don't know, I think that's a, a thought for anybody listening to this um, especially maybe if you're uh, struggling in a season of, of creativity or whatever it is, that the best still can be ahead of you and just wait and watch what God will do in we'll your, be saying, your life. Just wait. You wouldn't imagine when Michael Jordan and Jimmy Fallon and, and Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods and Justin Bieber are all oh here. Oh, my gosh. Anything from you, Doug? And Chris Hemsworth is our fourth guy. Yeah, he just works yeah, here. He's permanent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he staff runs facilities, trainer. man. We'll make it. We'll make. We'll arrange, staff trainer. We'll, we'll arrange that. Yeah, he probably doesn't need the temple series. He's probably good. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, I love the um, celebration when you mentioned. You know, we even talk about like church methodology, and mm -hmm. can we celebrate that? Mm -hmm. Can we celebrate that? And can we be unified over that top shelf? Jesus is crucified and resurrected mission unifies can we celebrate the fruit coming from different methods yeah. you know um hopefully that spirit is always caught and caught from us yeah good stuff yep all right fellas well hey, i think we were i think that was just under 25 minutes so yeah, yeah, yeah. we zoomed through that just like all of our sermons not wasting any of your time y'all my sign off crushed last week yeah I'm, I'm well we'll try it out again or maybe do, if you guys have another one but i will say just so you people know plus we have a tiktok check it out afterthoughts.podcast uh this is on youtube spotify apple and here's our goal this is going to be up on wednesday afternoon evenings every mm -hmm. single week the first one came out on a tuesday because it was august 1st ah. it's just an iconic day yeah um but from now on, we're going to release these on Wednesdays. We get people asking us a lot, do you guys do a Wednesday midweek worship service? And I know that behind that question is either they did that when they were growing up um, and feel like that's, they're supposed to go to another church service during the week, or, man, I need another shot in the arm time with my family. Yeah. And we do hope that middle of the week that this podcast serves as another place to get that shot in the arm of faith or sit down and have some good conversation, go. mm -hmm. and we'll keep, we'll keep after it. So follow us on all that stuff. Share this if you like it. 
And uh, as the great Ryan Weckman once says, we'll see you next week. Amazing. <laughs>